coming in late, and I apologize. I wanted to kick it off with a little, this is my tardy note. I am sorry, <laughs> but I am late now on a consistent basis since, since when? Since Wuhan? <laughs> I think that's changed things for everyone. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've been late my entire life. That's not new to me. It runs in my family. I think I've mentioned this before. Whenever we have a holiday dinner, like on my mom's side, I will tell part of the family one time, I will tell part of the family another time, and then make the reservation for a third time and hope everyone shows up around then. <laughs> it is it is tradition where I'm from, bub. The only part I don't believe about that is you making the reservation. <laughs> Dude, I cannot stand being late, and I feel like I've lost a step. Um, used to be something like, I mean, that was a thing. My parents hated. I mean, at school, you get demerit. Yeah. You're tardy. Demerit. You walk in, you walk home with that yellow piece of paper. That's a, <laughs> that's a, that's a, a day. What does a demerit do? It lets your um, parents know that you did something wrong <laughs> that needed to be written on yellow carbon paper <laughs> and, and is there like- filed away. <laughs> you know, this is, uh, this is on your record now. Your permanent record. <laughs> is it like if you earn a certain number of demerits, does something happen to you? I think it's um, 10 demerits and you get a free hotel room. <laughs> Is that it? And you get a uh, extra scoop. It's sponsored by Oberweiss. TCBY was like the first people I remember doing that. The buy so many, get something free? Yeah. Like, Man. Dude, that's this card. Yeah. It's the only thing I could keep track of. It's the, it would go in your wallet. Lost my library card. <laughs> lost everything else. But I was like, hey. <laughs> TCBY. Still me, man. Still me. I've still got some of those in the wallet for defunct stores. I think I'm two, uh, two film purchases away from something at Circuit City. I don't even know anymore. Shout out to the country's best yogurt. Uh, new sponsor. <laughs> it's no longer in business. Dude, I get being late. I'm, I, it, it, like I said, it's something ingrained in me. I do it constantly. Uh, I did it this weekend. I didn't wake up. I was, I, I overslept, I missed an alarm, and uh, uh, you were kind enough to wait in line for breakfast for me. Dude, I want to talk about that breakfast spot. Holy shit. This is going to turn into a Madison, Wisconsin appreciation show. I could not love a city more. I do want to talk about the weekend. I do want to talk about comedy on state. We had such a great time. Um, but first, I want to check in to, to see if you won, because here, here, <laughs> here's a little... <laughs> Here, here, I'm going to give him a little BTS. Please a do. Little, a little post, what is this, Friday night? Uh-huh. Some gummies you, yeah. after the shows? Yeah, yeah. We were done with work. A little celebration. Going to enjoy the capital? What a, just walking around a beautiful city. That capital looks stormable. It really it? does. It really does. We talked about it a little bit, like, compared to some of the East Coast ones where, like, there's other shit around the capital. Here, it's like they built it knowing a farmer's market would happen. It's like they built it with that purpose and we need it to be flat so people can put their beats around it. That farmer's market is something else. It is a, uh, it's traffic. It's, it's fragrant. It's traffic. It's You're really packed in there. Wall to wall. With the uh, monkeypox floating around <laughs> and you hear it's extensive skin to skin contact. Mm -hmm. Like, am I vulnerable right now? And a lot of people who are using homeopathic remedies for things, you're like, mm, I'm, I'm not sure they're protected. And then uh, the stuff that's at the farmer's market. Oh, man. Donuts. I got some of the best cookies of my life. Flowers. Oh, those cookies were insane. <laughs> insane. I didn't even know there were cookie farms in the greater Madison region. You think they import those? <laughs> they could be. I felt bad being there without a, uh, my, my, my family. Yeah. It's like, this is like, can you imagine us going to the farmer's market here in Chicago? <laughs> like, Not at all. On purpose? I think it's just, but like the entire town is there, right? The city of Madison goes, they get their fruit for the week. They get their produce lined up and then, uh, and then they're done for Sunday. Like nothing else or Saturday, excuse me. Nothing else happens like during the day around there until, you know, everyone gets ready to go out at night again. I thought that would be a fun game. Know your produce <laughs> and have all the, know your produce, your Wait, produce, whatever. <laughs> you see it in the, you, love uh, doing that. you see it, uh, put all like lay them out. Cause you, I'll walk by stuff in the store. Like, what is that? Uh huh. I don't know all of the uh, the vegetables by. I'm I'm learning them. Not even in the least. I'm not close. Are there some that you like? Like, could you pick out a squash? That one's fairly easy, I guess. Right? 
Yeah, it's it's like smashed down, isn't it? <laughs> it's not it's not at first. Yeah, after a Gallagher show, you can pick them out. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> once they once they've been under a mallet, you know what's what. Like I couldn't tell you the difference between a squash and a butternut squash. It's the butternut. Oh, okay. <laughs> Checks out. I mean, come on. The Wonder Company, right? The bread people changing that up. Can we talk about the people at the farmer's market for a moment? Did you see the, uh, uh, the beehive hat guy? Oh, yeah, I saw him. <laughs> Put him in the story. It's like 90 degrees out. This dude's wearing a beehive on his head to sell honey. That's dedication to your craft. I was say, can we talk this guy down? Like, way down <laughs> off of whatever planet he's on? <laughs> That could be the, the LSD market as much as the farmer's market. <laughs> it really does look like. And then, you know, those people are like, they're coming into town too. Yeah. And they're breaking off from the tent <laughs> to go get all the city supplies. <laughs> they're going down to Triangle Market. Yeah, man, that whole stretch. The Triangle Market's very cool. It's a pyramid scheme. <laughs> and they go in there and you think they get like, we're going to Madison, we're going into town, get some vapes. What else do you need? <laughs> they come back with... Uh, well, you got some stuff there. Recycled clothing. You got a great pair of kicks, I, I got to say. I did, but I'm still, I was very skeptical to tell you about these kicks. I felt, I felt nervous because I've never bought uh, used shoes before. Um, shoes, you mean kicks? I, kicks, yeah, I'm sorry. I got, a, I, got a, I got a new pair of J's, if you will. How did you uh, get there? Did you take your whip? I did not take the whip, thank you. I, I did walk. I used my current kicks to, uh, to purchase an upgrade. Um, but it was like a vintage, like it, it was, it was like high end sneakers, things like that. Right. And they had a really cool pair that fit. Um, but I've never, I don't know. I felt like I was in a bowling alley for a second there, but everything in Madison is vintage recycled clothing. Like you cannot buy a shirt that no one's worn before in that area. <laughs> if you want to buy something, it better have been someone else's. Yeah. I think they like run into their clothes when they're out at the farmer's market. Like, <laughs> Hey, that's my, are those my jeans? <laughs> Dude, what did you do with the shoes? that you had on when you, so you walk out with the shoes, right? I didn't walk out with them on. Yeah, I just yeah, walked out be, with the shoes in a box. Wouldn't that be nice if that was the, how you bought shoes? Like you, I don't know. It could be, right? They're like, all right, thanks. And you put the new shoes on and then you put your old ones in like a, uh, a tree buzz, like a, <laughs> or just there's a ceremony or just give them this, give them away. I mean, they're, they're buying new shape. shoes. I should be like, hey, what are you going to give me for these? You should be walking out with new shoes. There's yeah. no better feeling. Right. And then you just leave the old shoes behind. It's a new day. You're starting a new life. I don't need this box. Uh-uh. Well, you do for your, your uh, baseball All my cards. collectibles. <laughs> yeah, no, sure. There's, I need as many boxes as humanly possible. <laughs> that You were busy. You were before Madison. You were... Uh, I flew to Atlantic City for the National Baseball Card Convention. And if there's a city that's easy to get to, it's Atlantic City. Holy shit. Were you proud of me for taking my family there? I really vacation. was. Well, isn't, a, that a, isn't that a great place what for a family a friendly town? Oh my God. I had to fly through St. Louis into Philly, drive to Atlantic City, drive back, stay near Philly, fly, you know, the, drive yeah. to the airport, fly back out. I mean, just uh, I, how do you get there? Dude, there's actually a beautiful place where I was in Egg Harbor and on the water. Okay. So I don't want to be like, sure. AC is a cool place. Um, but it's funny, like bringing, rolling in with your family in a casino. <laughs> That's why I was going with. All but, right, Daddy's gonna be gone for seven hours. You'd think they have like a better airport. Yeah, but Philly's right there, I guess. So they're just they're, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, they just leave it there. Just drive an hour to get there. I think it gets you all psyched up, right? I don't know. Was that your first time there? Uh, no, I've been there before. We actually did the Borgata together once. We were kind of oh, quick Jim, in we and had, out. <laughs> yes, but it was quick in and out. And then I was there once with Mike Toomey. Same type of thing. One day in and out, like not a lot of time to explore. So. Oh, I didn't know you knew Mike. <laughs> well done. So are you, um, am I a billionaire? Is that the question? Well, that's what I wanted to get to. Under the influence, James really opened up. <laughs> I think as me, as soon as the, uh, if you guys, the sativa started dancing. I'm not a big talker about things that are going on in my life. I like to keep them close to the vest. People get mad at me all the time. They'll message me, ask me questions. I just don't answer them. And they're like, why didn't you talk to me? And I'm like, I don't, I don't like answering questions. That's why I talk at groups of people instead of the individuals one-on-one. -on -one. But I decided to let you know about something that was really important in is my it, life in that, that moment. Is that something that's always been like, cause I kind of been like that too, like questions. I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big fan. It's just like, I don't know. I can be busy all day, right? I'm trying to be productive. 
You know what I'm saying? So but I let you in. We go to we go to Ian's. Part of going to Madison Big is news. standing in line for food. <laughs> that is what you do everywhere. You wait in line. And then as you're finishing lunch, you say, are you almost done? We have to get in line for dinner. Because re- they have a few places that are outstanding. Incredible. And the, but all of them don't have enough seats, right? And part of the experience is a seven-hour wait. And the pizza spot they have oh is boy. legendary. Ian's. Ian's. Many have tried to duplicate it. I don't think you can. Go through them. I, I don't think you. Smarrow? Oh, Smarrow? Well, yeah, I'm sure they were around first, but yeah, the big slice. There was one here. What was the one here uh, uh, in Chicago? There was one that started doing the mac and cheese pizza and stuff like that. I can't think of their name. They may have even been related. I don't know. But nothing seems quite like Ian's to me. Little Caesars? Little Caesars. Yep. Yep. Domino's. Mm-hmm. The, uh, no, what was that pizza by the slice? I know you're talking about. They had one in like Wrigleyville. Yeah, it's over with a D. And they might still be there. Dem- Dem- I don't know. Anyway, but nothing quite. I mean, you want, what are, the, what are some of the slices we saw? We had, uh, well, you talked me into the best one. I thought, oh my goodness. And you're welcome. Uh, what, what was it? The barbecue chicken ranch. Barbecue chicken ranch. Let me tell you something. When you're going to a place that has slices lined up, the one that has the most and is closest to the register is probably that way for a reason, right? So if you're going to try it once or four times throughout the course of a weekend, that's probably a go-to move. <laughs> that place. And they must use the stuff from the farmer's market. Don't you think? I would agree. They have to. Right? I would agree. Locally sourced. That. I think that ranch was f- from uh, Forgotten Valley. <laughs> we saw Hidden Valley's little brother. We saw the uh, Forgotten Valley. What were they selling? I don't even remember. Like this is a Hidden's <laughs> pissed off brother. Hey, we're still here in the valley. Remember us with your hills. I didn't realize there's so many valleys that we don't really have access to or remember. Well, that's what they're there for, Pat, to bring us awareness to the valley. So, I mean, I think they're most known for the mac and cheese pizza, right? Which is a lot of carbs. Wisconsinist of staples. Yeah, and the, the carb heaviest. But then they had like taco pizza. They had, uh, you know, uh, sopressata. I don't even really know what that means. But that was on pizza. You know, tomato pesto, like all these different, very unique slices. Yes. And the, the, the uh, experience is you walk in, there's a line. Uh huh. Right? It's like getting on a roller coaster. Absolutely. And they even like have it decorated like, oh, you're about to, you know, they have the history too. It's like being in a small world or whatever, I would imagine, right? Where like as you're walking through, you're taking pictures like, oh, look at those people eating pizza. That looks fun. We'll get there soon. You can pick two flavors for this price. <laughs> you can also get churro chow. That was a game changer. Churro chow is insane. I saw that at the, uh, I was a sucker for that one. <laughs> That's how the gummy hit me. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have commented, you do make fun of me a lot for my love of churro. And I, I was very happy that Churro Chow brought you into the family. I like churro. Welcome a la familia. Josephine. Bienvenidos. Loves your churro. Okay. If there is a place that has them. Yeah. We hunted one down in uh, Philadelphia at that market. We're like walking around. But yeah, no, the Churro Chow, what was it? Could you describe it? It was, uh, what is that? Checks, maybe? <laughs> covered I would think, or, in yeah. like pot, in like cinnamon sugar, or was it more cereal? It was like a like a Chex cereal, or what yeah. kind of cereal? Oh yeah, Chex is cereal. I'm thinking Chex is like chips. The, no, I, no, it originally is cereal, right? right? Yeah, and I think it's that with, covered in like a, 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 a cinnamon sugar to churify the concept. I don't even know what I'm trying to say here. Well, you didn't. <laughs> Try. You said churify, and I was cool with it. It's I a thought great, that was great. No, well, I wanted to pause there for a moment. Let everyone have a chance to look it up in their dictionaries and make sure that's there. We were, uh, you know, in line for so long, you get to see their system. They have, um, what do we get? How many stoners were working back there? <laughs> Eleven. <laughs> it's very. I mean, it does uh, your bit. It looks like the after they leave the dispensaries, it's their night gig. Yeah, they are. And they're working in a circle. They like yeah. they come, they take your order, then they come down, they ring you up, and then they go back around. And it's so efficient. And they stay with you, right? Because yes. they gotta they gotta heat your pie, right? They gotta heat your pizza up. They put it in the oven for you when you choose a slice. So they're like, hey, you're my guy, Patrick. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go bring you your pizza later. Don't look at anyone. They have the signs like your pizza runner or whatever they call them is your person. Don't take pizza from anybody else. It's like the airport. If someone else tries to hand you pizza, they shouldn't be handing it to you. There's a problem. <laughs> 
Well, it's kind of like the airport. You can't order ahead of time. Wait, I, that's because there's no system to do so. But if there was a system to do so, it would certainly not be frowned upon. Not at all. <laughs> they have a history there. They helped out people that were uh, doing like protests at the Capitol. They have like a plaque there that they fed everyone there over, I don't know, however many days or weeks. Uh, it was a big thing in Wisconsin, 2011 yeah. or something. Yeah. And, uh, what they they said they got food, they got donations from like seventy countries. All all they said every continent. Which I mean, I'm calling bullshit. Really? And our is there a guy down there? He's like, we got to get pizzas to Madison. Did you ask to talk to a manager about Take it? Take off all seven pairs of gloves and dial this number on that payphone. Uh, question about this plaque. <laughs> Name the continents. <laughs> Pangea. So Did someone from Pangea call one in? And then like. <laughs> tie it to getting a discount. This is false advertisement. <laughs> I'm going to need at least 30% off this churro chow. I can't, I can't pay full price for this. Do you remember when you, or did you ever do this when you were younger? Like try and cling on to something like that? Like, oh yeah. This is false advertisement. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Are you kidding me? There's all, I mean like uh, one time we were in Vegas and like someone fell and it was like, we lost a lot of money. And it was like, well, what should we, do we think we can get something out of this? And I was like, no, this is too, we were drunk. <laughs> but like, that's the first thought that always crosses your mind. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, we're, dude. All right. So we're in line mm -hmm. and kind of reminiscent of, you know, I talked about the Disney trip. Sure. Those were the moments we really bonded you as a family. family. Just, just just standing there. Being in line. Reading plaques. Right. That's when you connect. That's it. And this is when Jim opened up to me. Just gave him. The news. Kind of out of nowhere just goes, did you play Mega Millions? <laughs> I'm like, ah. Uh, and I had just been hearing about mm -hmm. there was some buzz going. And I, and then, <laughs> this is funny. Because <laughs> you're like, I, yeah, I, I did. I put 20 bucks on it. I put 20 bucks on it. Yeah. I was just, I mean. I didn't you're like, got to be in. Got to be in it. I mean, why not, right? But that, the, just the way you were. <laughs> I don't know if I was. I don't know why this is so exciting to you, but I'm happy it is. What, what is it about this? I think it was just like funny that that was, I don't know. <laughs> we're having that moment. And I'm like, here we go. I'm finally going to let him in on the secret of what I do with my time and money. It just felt rich. like you were sharing. It was. It, it was didn't sharing. seem like it was like uh, needed to yeah. be delivered. Yeah. It's heavy. Just, uh, hey, just so you know, I went down to 20, I went down to Triangle Market earlier and dropped a 20 spot on Mega Millions. And Patrick, we're five days later. I have no idea if I won or not. Dude, the person that won is from here. I know. Displains. They won in Displains. Do, do we, do they, the person like uh, claim their winnings yet? Is it Displains? I think it is Deplan. In Illinois. Mm -hmm. Displains, Illinois. So right here. We're, we're right we next to right Rosemont. Right who, uh, Alex, did Alex win? Who I won? Who won. Where'd they sell it at? The, uh, the Speedway. What? Not the O'Hare Oasis. Mm -mm. The Speedway. Which the one? The Speedway uh, in Displains. And what was the pot? It was like 1.3-ish billion was the last estimate I heard. But uh, according to, what is it? If they do the lump sum, 740 million take home. After taxes? That seems heavy. Because I thought they'd take half. That's interesting. Seven, $740 million take home. That's insane. Is that what they... Did someone claim it? I don't... The last I was aware, they had not claimed it yet. I wouldn't either. I'd take a couple weeks. I would want it daily or like on the hour. Every hour, <laughs> you, I want to see a deposit <laughs> of... <laughs> Just give it... $111,000. <laughs> what would you do? If you, would you take the lump sum? Uh, probably. I think so, right? When it's that big? I mean, uh, the next 30 years, who knows? I could blow that money much faster or I could turn it into something bigger. Are you kidding me? I would, every baseball card. <laughs> I could be the baseball card market. I would take one lump sum. Uh-huh. And then like, um, I'd probably get like a timeshare <laughs> and, you know, just kind of maybe start a uh, multi-marketing company. <laughs> it's a great idea. To give back. It's a really give back. It's a great idea. <laughs> we have to thank the people that came back oh, out to give back. We do. I mean, we had a great time last week. We hope all the Brims enjoyed the episode. Uh, uh, it was great. I, I love I love when we have Brims here in person. Uh, just so much fun. So thanks to everyone who made it. And uh, we were able to give back. We were able to donate some money, right? Yeah, we uh, raised a couple thousand dollars. We're 
divvying it up, Jim, to the people that came out to support us, right? Really great. So all the proceeds have gone to a couple of groups. Who are they? The the St. Francis Food Bank being one of them? Yeah, St. Francis Xavier Food Bank. Absolutely. Um, have you ever been to a food bank? I have been to a food bank. A lot of withdrawals a lot of for withdrawals. me. <laughs> Not a lot of deposits. I'll take a slice of Ian's. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I'm going to need that pizza crust and the macaroni and cheese. I'm making Ian's tonight. The, um, well, Marist High School. Marist High School. M-A-R-I-S-T. That's, I uh, love their fight song. And Open Heart Magic. Open Heart Magic. Very cool group. We talked about them a little bit last week, but what they do is awesome as well. So really nice for them to come out and support and uh, to be able to take all the proceeds and give it back to them. Felt really great. So thanks for being there. We got some more groups who are going to be joining us August 14th as well. Can't and- wait for that. I think we got a little theme set up for the episode, huh? Yeah, we Should do. we talk well, about that? Well, or? Why don't we tell them a little bit later right. so we keep them on here? We'll tease it a little bit. That's keep good them to here. Know. Good to know. All right, we will. But, dude, very fun at the live. You were hilarious. Uh, Maggie Hughes Apollo joined us. Thank you, Maggie. So fun. We had a great time, and we're going to be back here on the 14th of August, so join us. Jim, When uh, not to linger on the Mega Millions. No, I want to talk about but this. But do you, do you pick your own... How many numbers are there? So there are too many numbers, Pat. I, I have no idea whether or not I've won. There are, are, here are the rules, right? Do you pick your own? Like, do you go into 7-Eleven and go back by the treadmill where the <laughs> hot dogs are and fill out your Scantron? Start. Uh, excuse, oh, excuse me. <laughs> no. Oh, you want to get a coffee? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just filling this. I'm doing the ACT. <laughs> the Mega Millions. <laughs> <laughs> Not for me. I uh, I went in. I asked for twenty dollars with a quick. I went to the Triangle Market of all places. I went oh, to you the bought Triangle. It in Madison? I did. I so bought them in, in Madison. They're they were part of this. How many states? I don't even know the rules. It what is, states are in it? It's like thirty two states, but some of them only participate in part of it. Uh, it's always uh, like half. There's thir- the thir- thirteen colonies. You can buy <laughs> a ticket in the original thirteen colonies uh, and half of Indiana. Yeah. The one that's on Eastern Time. Mm-hmm. Virginia, you only get like a third of the money. There's always like states that do weird. <laughs> shit isn't that it's always like everything there's always like exempt in rhode island you're like well why why so if you bought it in wisconsin Uh uh-huh would you have to be like how does that work would you be like tax wisconsin i don't know i wouldn't or would you be i think you're here so you're taxed as a resident of illinois but i think like the i think the station where you buy it from also gets a little something yeah they do so that speedway is going to be Rocking and rolling soon. They're going to upgrade the bathroom like they're, they did at McNally's. <laughs> they're going to have all sorts of gas station TV. They're going to have, you're going to be able to pay with a chip soon. You're going to know where that, that winning came from. Now the key's on a gold brick. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. That would be um, incredible, insane. So fun to imagine, yeah. right? Winning. Yeah. Do you know anyone that's won a lot of money? Alex Sinelius. From the Ursula Absolutely. Foundation? Yes. Absolutely. I watched a documentary. So back in the day during White Sox games, every time there was a home run, Alex Sinelius and family would donate $1,000. In, in loving memory of Ursula. And, and I was watching a documentary one day on people who won the lottery before I, you know, tossed my 20 bucks into the hat. And uh, they were talking to Alex Sinelius, who got his fortune from winning the lottery and used it to give back in Ursula's name. That's the closest I've come to an actual big-time lottery winner. So no. So no. So so I've watched him on TV. Keep waiting for you to tell me how you know Alex. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) long story short, no. And I don't know if I won, Pat, because there's too many numbers. Listen to what you have to do here. Ready? You've got to match six balls in order uh, between, or excuse me, you have to match five balls in order from one to 70, the white balls, right? And then after that, there's a sixth ball. There's a, there's a gold mega ball. That's where the millions come from. And, and there's one number from one to 25 that you've got to, you got to get that one right also. So you got to get five right from one to 70 and then one right from one to 25. And then there's a mega plier. I don't know what that means, but apparently you got to pick between one and five times and you got to get all of these things right to win it. And I can't even read the ticket. I love that part of it, right? Like we are ready to give you $1.2 billion. All you got. Can you do. just fill this out and pick five numbers and an extra one? Oh, <laughs> I don't have a pencil. <laughs> this one's so small. Pick it for me. <laughs> yeah, it's so much easier. Just 20 bucks worth of quick picks. That must depend on the individual, right? I think so. Because there are people who play the same number all the time every day. Because that messes with you, right? Like, what if that you play, 
six, 17, five, 17, five, one, seven every day. And then the one day you don't play it, it hits, right? Like that's yeah. got to mess with people. So for me, I think it's just easier to play the quick picks. So I'm looking at Jim's ticket here and you, you so you went. 69, mm -hmm. 69, 69, 69. Which they say can't hit five times in a row, but it's not their billion dollars. You know what I mean? Like, I, I want it. Once you are attached to a number. <laughs> you just keep picking it. I was wondering, though, like, do you play, are you a lottery guy? No. Like, do you play the, do they still, like, do a date? They do pick three, right? Pick they four. do, like, midday. They do, like, they are getting so, yeah, absolutely. Every day they've got, like, four or five games now. I only play it when there's, like, a big jackpot. I don't, like, just play regularly. I've never won. I, I, I get the people, if they win, and then, like, you get that adrenaline. You're like, I'm going to fucking keep winning. And you're not. You, you certainly are not. But I, I can see how that happens to people. I've been lucky enough to never win. I've always wanted to go to a, uh, a, a live taping. You know, we should even reach out. That'd be a great, like, way for people to promote shows. <laughs> like, we're at the pick three. and <laughs> The midway. Vanna's the midway. here with uh, comedian Jim Flanagan. Jim's going to be <laughs> in West Nyack, New York next week. Hey, we got a seven. Just reading off numbers. And you do a joke about seven. Just doing bits. <laughs> Come on. I don't have a bit about seven. You can't just put me on the spot well, then like pick that. pick another number. Okay. <laughs> Go to the next balls. All right. Uh, oof. All right. We got 69. Hey, been there. Am I right? <laughs> this is the first time I've had a 69 in the middle of the afternoon in a while. Okay. I love that. What am we, I in college? Uh, I love that we came up with numbers that one of them we have to underline. <laughs> And the six and the nine. That's like, the best. what number is that? <laughs> that is We the didn't best. think this through. <laughs> um, so that was my experience when we were on gummies. And then we, we went back. You went back to your hotel room. And then you found something of interest at that point. Is that correct? Well, I was, uh, yeah, I tried to uh, bring it up the next morning. I'm like, because sometimes don't you, like, when you get back to the room, you just want to be, like, just zone out. Yeah. And sometimes I'll turn the wrong thing on. Oh, boy. Sometimes even like Sports Center is sure. not right. Anything newsy, like yeah. anything that, like, you know, talk showy is almost like. You got to be in the right place. So I would never watch this movie because I don't have a great relationship with this movie. I couldn't even believe it was on, but Jaws 3 was <laughs> on AMC. And I was really grabbed by it. That's like, incredible. This movie bothered me when I was. Do you remember the hype of this movie? It was a 3D movie. It was like the 3D movie, right? It was like the first one to do it. Every like magazine had glasses, like 3D glasses, so you could see it. All the, the cards were 3D. Like I, I do. I don't remember the movie because I was, I think, three when it came out. I had 3D contact lenses. <laughs> you were ahead of the curve. They were different colors. <laughs> easier one's to blue, find when I would red. drop sure, them. Sure, absolutely. I remember the 3D thing and my parents not falling for it. Like... I think they were like, what is, oh, it's back. Ah, is it better? So they knew. They had been privy to the ruse prior. But I don't think they like improved it. Okay. From like the pictures that you see back in the, what was that? Probably the fifties when it first came out, sixties, whatever it was. Yeah. But when we were getting 3D, it was a retread. Sure. I didn't realize that, that it had already been out. Yeah. Um, I didn't either. But the movie, dude, the movie is like Jurassic Park. It's like. Did they pick over this movie and like pull some good ideas out of it? Really? Because it's so Jurassic Park. It's a sea world. Okay. And Jaws shows up. It just starts. And this movie, dude, that scarred me. My parents, we were out <laughs> in uh, California when I was really young, and they okay. took us to Universal Studios on the Jaws ride. Oh, wow. And, dude, I thought he was going to come in my bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> I was terrified. Just your whole life. Oh, yeah. Just always scared of Jaws. I remember Jaws 3, they're like, uh, there's a, a scene in the bumper boats. And I'm like, they say, let's go to the bumper boats. And I'm like, oh, no, that's always been a safe space for me. That's one of the aquatic. You can't ruin bumper boats. Locations that I'm cool with. <laughs> if there's a shark attack, I'm looking for nearby bumper boats. Now, like, I'm going to be looking for a shark fin and get, would... get run into, get T-boned. That would be awful. By a great white. No, the uh, movie scared the hell out of me. Uh, but three was a flop. Okay. Like, it was so, so bad. And I'm watching it, and it is so bad. So then I'm, like, looking it up, right? Dude, it's so bad 
that they made another one a few years later to try and like bury that one. Um, and Jaws 4, the fourth installment, I don't okay. know that it's called for, They it picks up after two. That's what it says. They don't even, they act like it never, <laughs> never happened. <laughs> just like it was a dream sequence, just gone. Just three, not even part of, like, did people die in three? And were they brought back in four? It was, uh, I think, so I guess three is a continuation. It's like the family now. They got a job at SeaWorld. it. You know? So we just write them off entirely and go back to the other people for four. Holy, that's great. And everyone at that time is great with SeaWorld too. Like this is, oh, this is, now it's framed differently. Sure. So the third one scarred you. And first of all, let me say this. I tried watching part of this movie after you talked about it this weekend. The fact that you found it is incredible. I have 23 streaming services and none of them have any of the Jaws movies available on them. I don't understand why I have so many. If every time I go to watch a movie, it's like, oh yeah, you can just buy it. Like, wait, then what am I doing with all these? Why do we have HBO and Netflix and, and Showtime and everything else? And none of them have Jaws? I can't believe that. Yeah, they all, you have to pay for them. I wonder if they tighten it up. I think so. Or, you know what, it could be, uh, actually, Katie sent me this, that they're going to be uh, re-releasing it ah. for the anniversary. 47th anniversary of Jaws. Okay. It's a big one? It, that's not the one that scarred me, three. It was, it was the first two. Okay. Three was like, you know, yeah. everyone just made fun of. I think three was like the hype, I remember. Sure. Because it was 83, 84, and um, it was just like everywhere, pushing your mm -hmm. face. And then you go see it, and no one liked it. Really? Yeah. You like a good flop, a mega flop? I think that, uh, I mean, that's one of the biggest ones I remember. The biggest flop that I possibly remember is uh, Waterworld. Oh, yeah. Which for people sure. are like, it's a pretty decent movie. It just didn't need all that mega hype, right? Like Kevin Costner coming off of what he was doing. Like, I, I don't know. I've never seen it, but I remember everyone talking about it until it came out and them being like, oh, this sucked. Well, how about, um, like, what do you think the influence of like, I remember Letterman doing jokes about Waterworld yeah. all the time. Yeah. And like, that was part of the monologue for, I don't know, whatever that was, a just summer canon, maybe. Right. Yep. Absolutely. You know? Everyone just knew this movie sucked compared to, yeah. And everyone that made Ishtar was like, finally, <laughs> we can we've been replaced. Woo! Ishtar's never felt better than the day that Waterworld flopped. That used to be the big reference. Um, we got a list here, some other flops here. Um, Blues Brother 2000. I mean, come on, I never would go see that. I don't know how that's considered a flop. I don't know who was going. I've been waiting for this story for <laughs> 17 years. Caddyshack 2, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I can see that for sure. I guess it's a lot of times a sequel because the hype is, you know, oh, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They made another Grease. Right. <laughs> yeah, but Olivia Noon John didn't do it. They can't get Travolta. It's the guy from TJ Hooker and whoever. And Buffy. A lot of these I haven't even seen one of. Like Highlander 2. I, Highlander you, 1 didn't leave anything uncovered, did it? That used to be a thing too as kids, right? I like Star Wars 1. Rocky one. You always would put the one on the the end of it. The movie that when they didn't even <laughs> it didn't even need it. Shawshank Redemption one. <laughs> what was the weird one like that? Wasn't Rambo weird and like Rambo First Blood was the second movie? I remember that confusing me as a kid. Oh, it could. Am be. I making that up? First Blood was the first one. It was the first one. Okay, then I'm and wrong. Then, and then the second one was, was it just called Rambo? That might be it. That I might be it, but some, there was something weird about Rambo that I remember messing me up. Uh, do you remember uh, Townsend? Uh, Robert Townsend? Robert Townsend. Yeah, yeah, Meteor Man. Yes. That was a big old flop, wasn't it? But he did a scene in that movie, like does that hold up anymore? I Where he comes out and he, it's, he's a Ram bro. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got the machine gun. He's mowing everyone down. He's oh, a Chicago guy, I think, Robert I Townsend. I believe he is. He had a TV show for a while that I enjoyed. Yes. Didn't he? Yeah, he was a funny was. dude. That's great. I wonder if you ever came through Zanies. I wouldn't doubt it at all. You got to look that up. Do you remember seeing Jaws 3D, like with the 3D glasses on? Did it add anything at all to you as a child? No, I, I think I was just kind of, I probably closed my eyes because yeah. I could. It's like, oh, this is great. <laughs> I don't even have to watch it. <laughs> I just act like I'm watching it. <laughs> no one can see me. I just was like disappointed with everyone else. Like, yeah, yeah, dude, that was terrible.
I watched like a, a couple scenes from it and it's just, it's got like these red and blue trailers on everything, right? Like you can just see that it's there. You can tell that there's a 3D aspect of it, but without the glasses, it's just, I don't know. When you go back and see like what the special effects were and what we fell for and what was considered good at that time, it's, a, it's amazing what has changed since, right? Like that's what I was thinking about. Like from my parents to us, the 3D stuff didn't change. Sure. Now you see something, you're like, how did we even get this? Now it's beyond reality. Now I look at things and I'm like, th those look fake. Those real people look so good on TV, it looks fake, right? Yeah. From 30 years ago, it was like, ugh, I can't tell that that's a person. And these movies have changed so much in terms of like dialogue and like character development too. Now it's all the action. All sure. the, you'd see Jaws like probably every other scene. Right. In those, you didn't really see him. Right. Much. There'd be like the scene where Jaws is talking to his therapist and he's like, I don't want to <laughs> do all this bad, you know? And let me, I hate everyone. Let me make that clear. I am equal opportunity. There's, I am colorblind. I literally don't see color. I am a shark who hates everyone. But that's tough to deal with in 2022. Am I, <laughs> Am I coming across in all dimensions? Am I coming across in all dimensions? I'm tired of being a two-dimensional character, you know? <laughs> I just think it's time they get to see all of me. The, wouldn't it be great if we could do um, our August 14th show? 3D. <laughs> in three, yeah, we are, Pat. We should. <laughs> They're in Br person. Bring your glasses. <laughs> You're going to see us. We'll reach out. <laughs> uh, you ever do that? <laughs> Hello, <theater>. everybody. <laughs> you're in front of, you're in 3D already. Remember seeing a 3D That's how one, good like, it is now. Under the water, like a 3D under the sea and like a <laughs> octopus would come by. You're like, yeah, I don't know. Is that it? Reach out. That's virtual reality now. Have you ever done that? Uh, no, I haven't yet. But the Oculus, like those headsets that people wear and stuff. I'm so terrified of that. Are you? But you embrace 3D glasses. That's interesting. No, I don't really embrace them. Okay, but you did as, as a child. Well, I gave him a shot. Okay. I gave him a shot. I have not done VR, but I think we should at some point. I think we should check it out and see what the hullabaloo is all about. <laughs> That's an underused word. It really is. We should check there it out. There was some hullabaloo this week about the, uh, they discontinued the Chaco Taco. That pissed a lot of people off. They must not have known about Churro Chow because I feel like Churro Chow can fill a Chaco Taco sized hole in someone's heart. Yeah. If that is moving on, I'm okay with it. I never really, I can't tell you what a Choco Taco necessarily tastes like. Really? Yeah. I've had several and I don't know that I could either, but I, <laughs> really? I think I can tell you what they're and supposed you, to taste like. And, and you're more I surprised than me? Mm -hmm. I, I think, no. Wait, I, uh, really? You've never <laughs> had it and you don't know what it tastes like? Because I've had several. And, well, I don't either. I'm surprised that you haven't had them is where my surprise comes from. Um, I think, I mean, it tastes like ice cream with chocolate on it, right? I don't yeah. think it's anything brand new, but it's solid. Uh, Do you see them in the, solid. the corner of your eye when you're buying Mega Millions tickets? <laughs> they're in a little cooler. I don't know if I've ever had a Choco Taco outside of a truck, though. I, like, I've only had it from an ice cream truck. I don't know that I've ever gone into a store and purchased, like, hey, where are the Choco Tacos? I don't think I've ever asked that question. Yeah, because you're getting popsicles. <laughs> it was one time, <laughs> and I'll never hear the end of it. <laughs> so what is it? What, what is... Um, it is, it's like a taco, um, but instead of a normal shell, it, it normally tacos are corn or tortilla. Uh, this is kind of waffle. Normally when you order a taco, right, Pat, they'll ask you corn or flour for the tortilla. This is waffle. You go waffle for the tortilla, kind of, and then, uh, uh, and then it's filled with ice cream instead of ground beef. That's your protein <laughs> is ice cream. Oh, wait, there's no ground beef there's in There's no the ground beef in the Choco Taco. The ice I cream? think that confuses a lot of people because the word taco, but there's no meat at all, actually. It's just uh, a tortilla, which is made of waffle, uh, uh, the, the ice cream center, and then like a chocolate across the top where the, where the toppings would go, where the fixings would normally be, the cheese and the, the pico and the like, that is just a chocolate shell. It sounds like it should not have been discontinued. Right. I could not agree more. Had could they put meat in it, <laughs> it might still be around. They might just be improving the recipe and bringing it back. I haven't really dug that deep into it, but uh, under its current construction, I hear that it's going away. Pat, there was a, a legend who passed away over the weekend as well while we were out. We want to acknowledge that real quick. Bill Russell passed away, 11-time NBA champion Bill Russell. Uh, one of the most incredible stories you are 
ever going to find. I mean, this dude, uh, at forefront of everything, right? Civil rights movement, um, first black head coach, 11 championships in 15 years in the NBA. That is just, I, I don't think we'll ever see anyone come close to that type of legacy. This dude refused to lose. Insane uh, legend and, uh, you know, the legacy is just when I was at the basketball hall of fame, Bill Russell is one of the first and most prominent people you see, you know, he changed the game. He had that ongoing, um, rivalry with, I mean, it's not much of a rivalry when you're winning all the titles, but <laughs> yeah. him and Chamberlain and, you know, Russell's a lot smaller. He was just a winner dude. And he never stopped like giving to the game. Like, and the NBA is, it's interesting. Like it's, I was seeing last night, like it's not that old of a league, right? Like there are only five MVPs that have passed away. That's incredible. Insane, right? Wow. And it's like, they're not even that old of guys. Sure. One of them's Kobe. Yeah. You got Moses Malone. Okay. Bill Russell. Bill Russell. Um, Wilt's still with us. Yes. No. No. Wilt. Yeah, Wilt. And then uh, Craig Hodges. That is not true. And Kiki Vandeweg. Wait, Kurt Rambis's glasses. <laughs> I'm going to find out who that fifth one is right now. Um, I saw that on a tweet last night, and then someone wrote underneath it, keep in mind, Bob Cousy is 92, <laughs> and someone else is, so they're, they're like, like so Bob Cousy, to, like, like they're like tweeting it at, at Bob Cousy, you're going to be, what, a bunch of jerks? No, but Bill Russell, I th I don't know if he ever lived here um, in Chicago, but I thought I saw maybe like during the civil rights that he, he was here, uh, but he had a lot to do with uh, that, you know, in Boston and sure. What a guy. I mean, his legacy was so far beyond the, the basketball court. All right, here we go. Uh, only five former MVPs have passed away. Bill Russell, Will Chamberlain, Moses Malone, Kobe Bryant. And, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to hot dog this one for you. Um, oh man, I, 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 this is going to be a really tough one to hot dog, but I'm going to try it anyways. Uh, snipes, not bought snipes, not bought. I should go least unsold. There you go. Less Once unsold. Unsold. I mean, I couldn't, there's, there's no other unselds out there. So uh, Wes Unselt being the fifth, former Washington bullet great, Wes Unselt. See, that's crazy. And, and so Rex Chapman tweeted okay. that, give you a picture. He's like, I, he's like, it's such a small fraternity. He's like, I played against Moses and Kobe and Wes Unsel was my coach. Wow. You know? That's like, incredible. And you wouldn't even think of him as like attached to any of them because he sure. was kind of a journeyman, right? Sure. Um, but, but he did all of that. It is. There's only so many slots in the NBA. It's, it is. A, it, and that you play for a while, usually, if you make it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And there are, um, I mean, it, it, they've been around for 70 years. The, so when you look at that, five of them, that's an incredibly low number. I mean, NFL would be so much higher than that, right? Like just uh, even in the last 70 years alone, just because of the differences in injuries and everything, I would imagine. It's funny though, when you watch the league now, it doesn't seem to be like as many obvious personalities. I don't know that they've done a great job of marketing their players the way they used to. I think that they're starting, like you're seeing some, LeBron is very outspoken in what he believes in. I think, you know, LaMelo has a huge following. I think you start to see more of it again, but I feel like leagues kind of got away from it for a little while. And now they're trying to start to bring some of those personalities back. Yeah, so true. I think that they're, they're scared to, any athlete is, they're hesitant to, to be themselves sometimes, right? Yeah. And also I was watching this, I know I watch a lot of documentaries, but I was watching this one with, with Luke. Mm -hmm. He's really into hockey and Wayne Gretzky was featured in this, Man. but it was some other people like Jerry Rice, Pele, and they were talking about greatness. Just being amazing. And they were talking about being exposed to all sports. Like Gretzky wanted to play baseball, major mm -hmm. league baseball. He played basketball. He said he was, he was obsessed with hockey and that's probably why he got to where he was. But he, this, this playing all of it makes you more creative. Sure. And a lot of these players that we're talking about, Gretzky was super small. Jerry Rice was not very fast, but they had creative ways that they developed. And now when you watch it, it's not even like you're thinking about it, but you see it. it's just like robotic. It's interesting. Like they all have the same 
shooting form. Yeah. Like, remember the variety of jump shots? Oh, yeah. Bill Cartwrights of the world, just random people who did different things. Yeah. I mean, the sky hook. Yeah. He had to come up with that because they, they wouldn't let him dunk. It. Yeah. It's interesting. I think it's, uh, they're looking for a prototype now, right? And, and, and they put everybody in these brackets. I think everything is so much more specialized now. It kind of goes back to what we're, our boy Ben Franklin, terrible father, great inventor, that like you're doing all of these different things, right? You kind of figure out your own way to do them. Now people are so specialized. It's like, nope, this is the way you do it. This is the way you shoot. This is the way you defend. Like they don't have that ability to be so creative. Right. But think about what, uh, 11 championships in his last 13 years. And one of the years they didn't win, he got hurt in the finals. I mean, that's just dominance like you'll never see. And one of the years they won, he was the coach. Yeah, he was at, at least one. He was a player coach. Yeah, I do remember seeing that. Hey, time out. I got a... Uh, Guys, come on over here. <laughs> uh, give me the ball. <laughs> give me the ball. Do you see uh, these 10 rings? <laughs> I know you don't think I can't catch it because I have 10 <laughs> championship rings on. My fingers are very heavy. All right. Mm -hmm. We have two timeouts left. <laughs> I have to tell you guys again to give me, I'm wearing six. You see me out there? <laughs> Coach, we can't see the plays you're drawing up because of the light coming off of your rings. Name another great center that went to San Francisco. Oh boy, I don't know. I don't know. All right, I'm going to hot dog it for All you. All right, I like that. Is that UCSF or is it just San Francisco? It's uh, San Francisco. Okay. The Dons. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. We've talked about them. All right. I will hot dog. All right. What do we got? Buckner shopping wrong. <laughs> Buckner shop. Bill Cartwright. Oh, Bill oh, Cartwright. God. We already spoke about him in the episode. Buckner shopping wrong. You talk about different shooting forms. That's... Amazing. One of the, one of the best, one of the best. He's got like this weird, if you've never seen it, if, if you watch Bill Cartwright shoot, it looks like he shouldn't be in the NBA. Correct. <laughs> it looks like he just picked up a basketball for the first time. Every time he picks up a basketball. Yeah. He was a good player. And then when he was done, they were like, no, we should make him a coach. We should make, <laughs> he could teach other people to do this weird two handed windmill shot. I wonder how they ended up. Cause I think at the back in the day you had to go to a, a college or they had first dibs on you if you lived in the area or maybe ah. that was like the pro maybe that was for the pro pro teams maybe sorry that it's was still some the regional pro teams and they uh -huh. drafted so i wonder how he ended up in boston from san francisco that's interesting i don't know but he lived a long life and uh you know you see him at all the nba events and um the outpouring dude i think they did a special on tnt or on the nba network they had just a whole tribute going on for, for Bill Russell. And so many like pictures of him with Muhammad Ali, Jim Brown, like just seeing all of the, the work he did for civil rights is pretty awesome too. So uh, big shout out to Bill Russell. One of the best to ever do it. Very, very cool story. Uh, just his life is a very, very cool story. Obviously tragic. They passed. I think there'll be more about him this week. We'll see, uh, you know. I agree. Hey, did you hear what's happening uh, in the streets of downtown Chicago next year? No. I'm real bummed about this. What? There's a NASCAR race happening in the streets of downtown Chicago, July of 2023. What? Vegas gets an F1 race. We're stuck with NASCAR? That seems like our, ugh. Oh, I'm just seeing this now. The first races will be July 1st and 2nd. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. When we're, head, everyone's heading down to the fireworks. <laughs> trying to get on Lake. Hey, hang on. Here comes Rusty Wallace. Here comes Dick Trickle. <laughs> Ray Unser. I don't even know who else. And Ray Unser Jr. <laughs> there are lineages of Unsers coming through the pits. Nobody drives NASCAR better than someone whose dad drove in NASCAR. <laughs> really? He's been sitting in the back seat the whole time. <laughs> He's been going left since he was born. That's what they're used to. Hey, there's Mario Andretti and Mario Andretti Jr. <laughs> there's Richard Petty. They all have like the baby like in the carriage on them as they're racing the car. They just got him strapped to the front of them. Where's Dicky Petty? <laughs> Dicky Petty Jr. <laughs> Where's baby Dick Trickle? His kiddo. Um, they're going to be every year for the next three years uh, on a course that starts in Grant Park. Wow. Yeah. Wait till they see the red light cameras. <laughs> There's going to be so many tickets. They're like, God <laughs> I can't go. It's, there's a, they're going to give me a ticket. There's no arrow. Dale Jr. Just got a ticket. I saw the flash. I can't go. Yeah. Where, where are they going? Come on. I mean, that's incredible. Do we need that? 
Do we need a couple of days? Because now you got like a week where you got to block the, the city off, right? You're not just putting that up that morning, are you? On behalf of my mom, I want to say this. <laughs> really? They're going to drive. What happens when you hit, hit a pothole at 200 miles an hour? Is that what we're doing now? We're getting the streets ready for these, these mopes to drive Did in circles? Mopes? It's a great word. I would love it if your mom used that word. Um, she, she sometimes... Pill. You ever hear that one? My oh, mom, what a my, pill. My mom has used that one. He's a real pill. That's a good one. What does that mean? There's so many great words like to, to, yeah. <laughs> to, to mean somebody. Without swearing. Yeah. Yeah. What a pill. What a pill. You got to deliver it one. too. You got to mm. be inside the word. You got to hate. <laughs> you got to say what a pill with a little bit of pushback there. You can't just say it to say it. So they're going to be having a NASCAR race down here. In the oh. middle of downtown Chicago. Every year for the next three years. Starting in Grant Park. That's a huge commitment. I mean, it is. And, and, and I guess city council was pissed about it. They were trying to, you know, uh, push the, like pump the brakes on it, so to speak. They didn't want it to happen. But uh, they, were, they were trying to get a little pit stop before this occurred, I would say, Patrick. But uh, they were unable to. Man, we are desperate for money. <laughs> we will do anything. Come on in. Race your cars here. Buy some weed. Illinois. We'll give it all to you. <laughs> That's really um, going to discourage some of the unsafe driving and races that you see on the Dan Ryan and on Lakeshore when, as it gets late at night, right? Guys, stop it. We've got a track out here now. We're, we're telling you where to go. We're mapping it out. This is telling your kids not to drink and then getting shit-faced. <laughs> this is bad leadership. Oh, I love everything about it. I'm not going. Uh, you're not? Have you ever been to a NASCAR event? I have not been to a NASCAR event. I, I do. I, I desperately want to go see an F1 race, but NASCAR I can live without, I think. I don't know the difference. Um, I just think it's strange, and uh, that's hilarious <laughs> that they're doing this, though. Unreal. Can you imagine just the traffic reports that weekend? They're going to be a little extra, right? Oh, you know, like the local news people are too. It's like, I got in the car. <laughs> With, uh... Hey, 11 laps with Michael Waltrip. Junior. I know. Way too many of these names is what I'm finding out. I got to stay away from memorabilia for a bit. Or Michael Waltrip <laughs> took me down Michigan Avenue. 190 miles an hour. Coming up next. You ever wonder what it's like going down the Mag Mile with Jeff Gordon? We'll find out right after this. We'll find out after we check on with our weatherman who's in a Blue Angels airplane right now. <laughs> Upside down. What a the, great game. Coming down the river. How do we get into that? Just get out of your helicopter and into a Blue Angels. <laughs> it's one of my favorite songs. Dude, WGN is doing so well. They actually just got a, uh, a traffic F-157 jet. <laughs> <laughs> a traffic, a Black Hawk helicopter. Just <laughs> Sometimes I think the helicopters contribute to the traffic. <laughs> All these cars below seem to be staring at a helicopter overhead. Well... Dip uh, down there and see what we can we can cause some more disruption. Every station has one here. It looks like we're looking chasing a bank robber. <laughs> but really, we just want to tell people how long it takes to get off this exit. All we are missing is a Godzilla in the middle. And this looks like every movie from the 70s. I think the NASCAR race would be cool if it was like, all right, here it is. This is it. 95th to downtown. They're going 95th to yep. downtown. They're going circle to... The, uh, the judge, we should do it entirely based off of things they say on traffic reports on the radio. You got to go 95th to downtown, circle to the junction, then you got to go to the loop, and then jump on the Bishop Ford, and then you're done. The finish line's the old post office. <laughs> what? The old post office? Yeah. You don't even know where it is. Go. I think they should do this without shutting down the roads. I think that would add a twist. They're getting ready to start and be like, no, you guys close the roads off, right? Oh, no. Have you been on the Eisenhower? No, we can't do that. Have you been on the Eisenhower? It feels like they have. You want to you experience that? Go on the hike. No, for sure, dude. That is uh, straight trash and garbage <laughs> and a money grab. This is what we do now. We need money. All right, let's sell them drugs, open casinos, and let these people race their cars around here. <laughs> the now doesn't seem that different, though. Because, like, 20 years ago, it was just, yeah, no, we'll just sell the Saudis all the parking meters. That'll be fine. <laughs> this will never come back to haunt us. Can you light my cigar with this $100 bill? <laughs> what are we having a Venetian night? <laughs> 
You just go just, downtown and like just candlelight bowl. See some boats. People just, put lights on. They wave. Hey, all right. Oh, hey, good. Yeah, everything's. Is that what Venetia night is? Now they're like, no, we're gonna have cars going 300 miles an hour <laughs> on lower whacker, upper whacker. It could be some really cool races, but I think you gotta be in like sh- Chevys yeah. and Fords. Yeah. Well, they are for NASCAR. They are. They are. are. are No, no, really, they are, I think, right? Right, but no, I'm saying, like, it's got to be, like, a a Cutlass. Oh. Or, like, you got to drive in, like, a Caprice Classic, a Ford Taurus. Sure. And a... Coming in in this El Dorado. Chevy Celebrity. Just giant old Chevy cars. I love it. And in the Chevy Celebrity is David Hasselhoff. (laughs) He really is a celebrity. They love him in Germany. Yeah, the... um, like that, that, that would be fun. Kind of like, um, big three with basketball. Like kind of just turn it, like take it down. Like, yeah, we're not professional drivers, but we're, have you watched the big three? I've seen, I've flipped like through. Yeah. So Some great teams. And it is like a lot of former players, right? Yeah. Like who may not be in the best shape anymore. It's like watching, I've only seen a little bit, but it's like watching really good, really, really good, like park basketball. Right? Yeah. Like, would you, like, these guys are really great shooters, but they're not playing defense all that often. I can't get up the floor anymore. I'm 43, but it's still really fun to watch. It is fun to watch. And then there's another league that's like three on three that's fun to watch. I like that's three not on the three big basketball. three. Oh, that is the big three. What's, what's okay. the five on five one? I don't know, but I know what you're talking about. There's another one that, like, and it's just for, like, prize money, right? That's yeah. like. That's, they're better. Yeah. They're in good shape. Yeah. They just got cut. They're just not quite good enough to make the NBA. Is the big three Ice Cube? I believe it is. He's in that? I believe it is. That's his league. Insane. Yeah. They, so they've gotten creative. I think that would be fun to have like, hey, we got Dale Earnhardt Jr. And, uh, you know, Al Unser or whatever. <laughs> AJ Foyt. What are these names? That's the only ones I remember. I just keep going. Wasn't I, there a- Right uh, or wrong, I love them all. Was there a Fittipaldi? There was a Fittipaldi. <laughs> Man, what was his first name? Emerson? How, Emerson Fittipaldi. Wow. Was it? I believe that is correct. Well, Emer- we have Emerson Fittipaldi Jr. <laughs> in a, in a uh, Dodge Odyssey, whatever. Put him, put him in a car. Like, dude, dude are you going to watch it? They, they're going out there and one of them's got a station wagon. One of them's got the A-team van. That's perfect. And they're racing. A-team van. Yeah, put him in. Old, put him in. Uh, All right, old it's the cars. 18 van versus an ice cream truck. Let's go. It's like real life Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. You know, you got uh, one of them in a in Herbie. There's like a food truck out there. The guy in the back making up pinatas. <laughs> it's just part of it. You got to keep them on board. Famous drivers and famous cars. I love it. I love it. We'll pitch it. We should we should talk to NASCAR. I love it. We got a new event. All right. I want to send a lot of love to the city of Man. Madison. We had a lights out weekend at Comedy on State. I said it there. I'll say it here too, Jim. They do everything right. Just nothing like it. Such a great club. Really have the comic in mind. And that's always nice. Absolutely. Because not every club does. Mm-hmm. Um, they have such a great audience and for sure just a phenomenal place great people thank you to eve and anna and alec and everyone at the at the club everyone involved it was great i mean we're lucky right i mean our home club is amazing we not everywhere gets that and when you're on the road to see places that treat everything so top-notch like just awesome and and like you said the, the everyone involved just makes it feel special from the moment you get there the audiences love it it was really really great so fun to be there and the city you're, 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 you're walking three blocks and you got a whole city right there. You got a state capital, you got a farmer's market, you got, you got the food spots. Everyone's lined up out the door for, you got scenery, you got lakes, you got beauty, dude, art. People have said like, oh, you, you guys made Cleveland sound so great. I want to go to Cleveland. I want to go to Pittsburgh. I want to, dude, add Madison to that list. Cause it's such a great town. You know, Sarah went to school there. Sure. So she had well known about it and brought me there or it came with me the first time I worked at Comedy oh, that's State. Awesome. That's a little, little tour guide action. Well, it was across the street. Yeah. Got to see like the terrace. I was showing you like yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the terrace chair that she has and that's more like the university. Sure. So if you haven't been to Madison, you got UW right there. Mm-hmm. Right there. It's right down the street, State Street. It goes, just blends into it, right? Blocks from the Capitol. 
and uh, it, call this Brimley effect, but Madison sits on a a what isthmus. Oh, that's the word. Look, look back. Can you believe that? I love that. Right after we're talking about them, the show Thursday night, they're walking out and they're. She's like, well, you know, this is the only <laughs> state capital. That's because we we're. I kind of was making fun of the Mendota, Monona, like sure, the whole. The lakes. And, and she's like, this is the only state capital. And she's like, you're on an isthmus right oh now. Oh my God. I go, what did you just say? <laughs> Your face lighting up. I go, Jim, <laughs> listen to what she just said. It's an isthmus. And the newspaper is called. It is. The isthmus. It is. They are very proud of their isthmus and they love talking about it. You could not have been happier to hear that word. Watching your face light up was great. <laughs> We're on an isthmus. Great Brimley effect right there. Yeah, we had a, a really good time there. We talked a little bit about Ian's uh, short stack. So we go to Madison with the old fashioned in mind every time. There's Whenever you're in a city every year or two, you come up with your spots, right? And sometimes you, you try something new, but there's always a trip to Old Faithful, right? Like it's part of it. You're there for three days. Oh boy. And then we found short stack. Well, you found it. I had already been there once, but it was a very late night. I remember it being good. I don't remember it being this good. Were you talking about lottery? I don't think I was. <laughs> I think I was pretty drunk and I was like, I would like to win the lottery, but I don't think I was, I was up on any tickets at the time. How long ago was that? I would guess it was three or four years ago. It was just, we went out like after the shows one night, my cousin who came out on Thursday or on Friday, Amy uh, and, and her family um, were out a couple of years ago. And uh, uh, we went out, you know, we went out to the bars afterwards and afterwards they were like, Hey, let's go grab a bite to eat. And I was like, yeah, cause they used to be like their Thursday through Sunday is when short stack is open. And I thought it was like we open Thursday morning and then close at midnight on Sunday, which would be amazing. I I think that's it. I'm not 100% certain anymore, but that's the story I'm going to keep telling people because I've gone too far. I told some people about it too. Well, good. I'll take the blame if we're incorrect on this one, but like what a cool story that is. I mean, I know it's just those four days. Now it's like 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. Thursday through Sunday. Breakfast all day. All day. That's it. You read a little bit about the story on the menu, right? Yeah, yeah. Just a couple of uh, a couple of women who like we didn't really want to own a restaurant. We just didn't think there were enough good breakfast places. So we want something like locally sustainable. We want something we could you know keep everything in the community uh, and and just serve really great food the whole time. And they do, man. We ate there <laughs> how many times, Jim? Three, three days in a row. We had to say goodbye. It was like a whole thing. Hey, we're leaving town now. We got to go. And they were like, what? Are you going to be okay? The food there is so good. I think it's one of the best breakfasts I have ever had. I agree. Short stack. I agree. Madison. And there were lines out the door every day, right? We got lucky. We went early enough. Except for when Jim didn't wake up. But we went early enough to where we weren't in line too long. No, there's a line at uh, Old Fashioned too. Yeah, it's true. Madison has great food. Yeah, yeah. And it goes well beyond these places. Sure, sure. I highly recommend Madison, Wisconsin. We stay right there at the Concourse the Hotel. Concourse, the best place you can stay in town. Do not need a car for the rest of time. You're done. Park it and pick it up when you, when you take your fat ass home with your extra six pounds. And try and get a triple Lindian. <laughs> That's where they filmed. Uh, Is it really back to school? I did not realize with that. Rodney. I thought about Rodney earlier when on the Caddyshack too, because he was not there. That oh, that's true. That contributed to the floppiness. Oof, you're not lying. Uh, any other thoughts on, on Madison? No, man, just the people are incredible. Uh, I can't wait to get back. It, it's, you know, my love of Wisconsin. It's well-documented. I've, uh, I've uh, always been a fan of the state, the people. We well, have a great relationship with that club, I know, and... Um we got Jesse, we came out, took some pics. Man. What a good dude. Uh, great stuff. And uh, hopefully uh, we'll have some clips from the weekend too. I can't wait. So what's next? We got a couple things. First of all, we're going to West Nyack. Could not be more excited. West Nyack, New York, which is uh, right outside New York City. Yeah. We will be at the Improv Thursday, Friday, Saturday. August 5th through 7th. Then we are going to be in Milwaukee. Milwaukee, Wisconsin, August 11th through 13th. Very excited about Milwaukee as well. That's going to be fun. Then we come here, right here. We'll be on this stage, Jim. Can't wait. The Zanies in Rosemont. Back at our home uh, for another Give Back Sunday. We are going to blow this one out. And uh, we do have a theme. I'm really excited about this. Jim, why don't you tell them about our theme? It is our back to school spectacular. 
back to school. We, uh, we're, it's right before students and teachers have to report. Is it spring training? I don't know how to talk about this stuff. I don't have kids, but <laughs> teachers and catchers and pitchers report that following week. Uh, gym teachers and nurses go first. <laughs> there you go. Gym teachers and nurses, and then uh, bring in the regulars. Custodians come in, swab everything down nowadays, right? And uh, and get going. Um, they, we're gonna we're gonna have some fun. They're getting ready. You know, we live across the street from Fisher. Oh sure. They're getting ready today. Are they they're really doing, like some like massive work? Really taking new. Uh, I think they're putting new cement in. I love it. So we, they had like a bobcat, like <laughs> taking gold weight. Yeah, she's out there like, hey, can you guys put that cement in here? I really got to work on my impression. <laughs> Sorry. It's been one crazy summer. Thanks, Alex. <laughs> well done. So he's out there. <laughs> no, the bobcat was moving around and uh, I was just messing with the kids. I'm like, look at that. Like, I'm like, that's Mrs. Altman. She's driving that thing. I can't believe it. That's, <laughs> that's a preschool teacher. I'm like, I just saw Miss Slinger and she's, I didn't look at her with that jackhammer. <laughs> The things they do for you, kids. They are working really hard for you guys. Say hi to Miss Healy on the way out. <laughs> exactly. So the 14th, uh, we've got a special guest. I don't want to ruin it. We've got a very special surprise guest that I could not be more excited about. Uh, someone from your past, Patrick. Can I leave that there? Can I leave that little breadcrumb out? Yes, for sure. We're very excited about our guest. I can't wait for that. And um, I'm also very excited to uh, get back home because of this project across the street. Mm-hmm. We have a dumpster there. Oh, boy. And I've been putting uh, blocks of cement that have been in my... <laughs> Back alley since I had to take out the basketball hoop post. So this morning when they were distracted, I went low and just put like a few huge blocks of cement. That has to be easy to quietly toss into a dumpster. (laughs) You do everything right. And I just, the, uh, Dude, it is such a, and I have Let's to tell you. sneak over here and just, this is a tease for next week, mm. but I got a basketball hoop. What? And that's, dude, it's delivered. I got it last night. And when you order something from Dick's, they send you like, this shipped, here's the tracking. Okay. And when you order a hoop, you order this foam to put in the base. Okay. So they sent me the tracking on the foam, and then I kept looking for the basketball yeah, yeah. hoop. Like, when are they going to, because I want to be ready for this thing. And it just showed up yesterday, like the lamp in Christmas story. <laughs> like, what is this? That's great. It's, I'm excited. Oh, man. It's portable. Okay. That's um, okay. So I have to tell you this, and I was going to email this to you. And, and, and let's maybe we'll talk about this next week. All right. We're, we're running later. We are. Um, but I came across, I was looking for basketball install help just to build this thing. <laughs> Can I guess? Yes. Kevin Johnson. Not only Kevin Johnson, but dude, I found reviews. Come on. Con man. Don't <laughs> book this guy. Don't. 2014. Yes. 2015. Yes. 2019. Oh, I can't wait for next week's We're episode. We're back on the KJ trail. Let's go. Can't wait for the live episode, August 14th. Can't wait to see you guys out in West Nyack, New York this weekend. And then Milwaukee is going to be a lot of fun. I love it. I love it. Come on out. See us. Leave us some reviews. We love the banter. I heard from a bunch of people. Really enjoyed the live episode. So thank you to everyone who checked that out. Yeah, thank you to everyone that supported the live. And uh, we'll get into some banter next week. Leave us a review or ask a question. Yeah. I'm going to go learn about Kevin Johnson. That's my day. I'll send you the link. I can't wait. All right. See you, Jimmy. All right, brother.